welcome to the Our Random Points of View podcast, also affectionately known as Orpov to its friends. Your hosts, James and Simon, are ready to go. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of Orpov. Oh, as always, thank you very much, Roxy, for the lovely, lovely intro there. Uh, welcome to Orpov. Um, this week, we're going to try and get back to uh, kind of where we were to kind of start with. Do you remember, James? You know, we never kind of turned up with an agenda. It was just a case of let's just hit record and see what happens. <laughs> I remember the good old days uh, when we used to record. <laughs> and we the used good to old talk. days of, of 2021. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it was... Uh, that's the plan, anyway. All right, you know that we're not going to um, necessarily um, plan to uh, to touch on the the news and and all that sort of stuff. Whether that will be what happens, well, stay tuned to find out. I expect at points we will touch upon the news, but you know, it's it's there's too much going on right now to talk about it, and the news is changing every minute of every day right now, and it's just ridiculous. And and uh, I don't think, but you know, we release a weekly podcast pretty much, right? And <laughs> we could release it on the Sunday, and by the hour within we've released it, that entire thing we've talked about has changed. So there's just no point. Um, but do you know something I've been watching recently? I started to dip into it. You've been talking about it for a long time, right? And you've been telling Go me on. about how I need to watch it for a long, long time. And, and I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think I use I don't think I use the words need to. I, I, I try not to use that sort of thing. All right, okay. Well, you were emphasising that I should, I think. You know, you were trying to say it's a great well, show. That, you was, should, you that was worth a watch, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, what am I? I'm, I think I'm two or three episodes. Catfish. Uh, not Catfish, no. Um, All right. Uh, oh, what's, it, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> then I've forgotten the name of it already. The uh, Orville. The Orville. Is that it? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Wicked. Yeah, man. Uh, Seth New McCoy. series in March. Yeah. I don't know if there's... Yeah, how many is there now? Uh, there's two at the minute. Two at the minute. Right. So I've just started season one. I think I'm on episode two or three. It's the one where... Uh, you'll remember the, the episode. The one where the <laughs> one of the guys, he's basically given... He's got to watch this egg. You remember that one? <laughs> um, so it's either episode two or three. It's very early in the series, um, and yeah, it's, it's that episode, and th- that's the one where Seth. Mac- I want, it's not a spoiler or anything, but Seth MacFarlane. No, I mean it's out there, yeah. And his uh, his his ex wife, you know, who's in that position, they end up at this <laughs> zoo like place, you know, where it's this alien race that basically take all these different aliens or or you know other things from the universe and stick them in this type of zoo uh and i just thought that was a really weird <laughs> thing but it kind of makes sense i think that well if you think that that's weird happen. then you should go back and watch the the first ever ever pilot of star trek which is basically what happens is that the same thing is is around that sort of idea this is more comical than it but the so so the um i don't know if you've picked up on this i mean you probably haven't you know not been a, a trekkie or a trekker or a star trek man or whatever you, you you know you wish to call yourself um but it is a case that this is seth MacFarlane's version of star trek well, as as very obvious. I mean, so I don't I don't really mm-hmm. watch Star Trek. I've seen some of it in the past, you know, and I know of it. You know, it's very famous. Everybody kind of knows the basics of it. So you do watch yeah. the Orville, and you think to yourself, "Yeah, this is very much a sort of modern take on the idea of Star Trek," you know. And he is very much a modern version of James T. Kirk. You know, that's kind of the the, the feeling I got from it, as as you're saying. Um, but I just I like the idea that there is this this potential that there is something out there that could one day pull us in <laughs> and just say, right, we're taking you guys. Like, we're going to stick you in a zoo. And that's just your life now, you know? 
it's just such a weird concept that you could end up in a zoo. And it, it, it makes, when I was watching it, it made me spin my view of what we do to animals. You know how yeah. you put them in a zoo? And absolutely. It, it's exactly the same situation. And it, it makes you kind of go, well, yeah, I mean, I would absolutely, it would kind of suck if we were stuck in that position. Mm-hmm. So I guess for, you know, a lion or a tiger or a, a giraffe or whatever <laughs> you want, an elephant, um, it would absolutely suck as well. But then it, it also raises that question, do we, we know that? feeling do they know that feeling so i i like to think that to some degree yeah absolutely i mean everybody and everything will have you know the same thoughts and feelings you know but then i think at at the end of the day you know you'd be sitting there going well they feed me give me cuddles they wash me they clean me out yeah exactly (laughs) well it's not a bad life is it i mean I don't know if I had somebody doing that for me, I, but I guess it's I, I, the difference is right. If you're so, born, so, so if you were stuck in a nursing home, is what you're saying? I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where we are. <laughs> but I'm just wondering from an animal, animal's point of view, right? If you were born in the wild and taken into captivity and put into a zoo, then yes, you're going to have those memories of what it was like out in the wild, and you know we, we'll never know if they would prefer that so, or if during the war. Huh? <laughs> during a wall, you know, when I was out there in the wild having to hunt for myself and, uh, you know, chase zebras and things like that. But we, that's what I'm saying. We'll never know if they actually did prefer no, that yeah. or if well, they do we, like being we, fed. We will never know. In the future, who knows? But yeah, well, in the future, you never know. Yeah, we might be able to communicate with animals on a whole different level. You know, who knows? But um, I don't know if it would be that. But like, you know, the world we live in now, right? Where we, you Ugh. and I both work, right? And we, you know, we get up. You've, you've also got a different life to me because you've got the family and things. I, I don't have all that, but um, <laughs> you know, we get up, we work, we live our lives. Da 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 da. But if somebody was just suddenly to come along and say, "Look, you're not going to have to do any of this anymore, right? You're not going to have to worry about buying food." You're not going to have to worry about paying electricity, paying your bills, going to work, any of that stuff. All you have to do is just sit in this sort of glass box 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We will take care of everything. And you get a little bit of your your comforts that you have. So, like, for an animal, it might be a toy, like a, you know, a tire swing. For us, it would be like a television, right? Because in that Orville episode, of course, they make that thing that they're in very similar to the house that they lived in. You know, at the time they were a couple. So I guess if that's the comfort they're going to give you, is that so bad? Well, <laughs> is that so bad? See, see, I think it. I think you know, with the exception of you know the the kind of the animal zoo thing, you know, like you've kind of raised there, because at the minute we don't have that way to kind of specifically um, discuss with you know the the pets or you know whoever's in the zoo or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if if there was like you know, Simon, we've decided that, by the way, we'd like you to live in this glass box for, you know, the rest of your life. We're going to provide for your every need and every whim, um, as long as there's some sort of communication there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I can get a day off. Ah, well, that's the thing. You wouldn't get a day off, though, because animals in a zoo uh, don't get a day off. Yeah, I know. So I'm well, they do. They do. They, they, they do in as much as if they're ill. Yeah, okay. Or so, they're inclo- or the enclosure's being like yeah. renovated or something. Yeah, so you mean like if you were ill or something, you could maybe be taken away to a private area where you don't get viewed by the public, yeah. essentially. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get that, I get that. Or just have that area closed off sort of thing, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, when, yeah. when we went to the zoo the other week there, I know it was like, um, was it like, I think it was like the zebras or something, where, um, or the... Yeah, I'm sure it must have been, yeah, because we've seen the giraffes. So the zebras, not that it's easy to get those two mixed up, but the zebras <laughs> were um, off limits because, because you know... You wouldn't be a very good lion, li- Simon. 
Oh, 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 no, no, I'd be a better tiger. Um, but yeah, they they were um, they were kind of use the word off limits because you know they were getting upgraded or whatever it was. You know they were getting you know some super fast fiber put in there. What in the zoo? Awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, and 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 for in in the the zebra enclosure, yeah, man, because yeah, you know oh, virtual yeah. reality is the future, right? Uh, well, that's another thing. I mean, yeah, in the future, <laughs> you know, will people even visit? That brings us on to a whole different subject. That's a good one. Well, in the future, right? When so I was watching a thing last night about the metaverse. And it was all about uh, this idea that apparently, you know, very sadly, you know, children are being targeted already in the metaverse, right, by predators. I thought we weren't talking about the news. Um, well, it wasn't really a news thing. It was just a kind of thing on <laughs> well, the was, news. You know, it was just a... a, a yeah, I know that's piece. where I was going. Um, <laughs> but it leads me to that thing about when we do get online more and we are doing more virtual realities. You remember a couple of weeks ago in our episode, we were talking about the idea that you could go to a, a gig and you could relive that whole experience because you'd used a 360 camera and you could put on your VR headset and be in the moment again and feel like you're reliving it, you know, that kind of thing. But imagine that, but it's actually live, right? So instead of actually attending a gig where Liam Gallagher is and you're going to actually see him, you're actually just putting on your headset in your living room on your new sofa <laughs> that you were talking about, and you just uh, which, which which isn't arriving because of the weather. Oh, I know the snow today. Where we are is that we've had some snow today. It's been so, a bit of so I've, I've put I've put the other couch away. You, so, what are you doing? Sitting on the floor? Uh, we've we've got a couple of other chairs that we're able to kind of <laughs> use at the minute. Not you know you know th- proper first world problems. Not garden as comfortable as as, as anything else. It's not garden furniture, but you know, yeah, we've got yeah. We've got something that's called an occasional chair. Okay, so occasionally it's a chair, occasionally it's a table. Is that well, yeah, exactly. No, no. It's, I mean, it's like I think you're not supposed to not necessarily have someone sitting on it all the time, and it's yeah, just like yeah. every so often, you know. Like a sofa. Like gen- like you wouldn't sleep in it forever, kind of thing. It's just there. Well, for you, you, you might, you might. I mean, maybe students might, you know, that sort yeah. of thing, because, you know, that might be cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, normally the, the cats uh, kind of fight over sitting on this thing. Um, and,. Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, I had it set up, and I've got my my computer there, you know, which I'm kind of speaking to you on at the minute. And my wee boy comes back in from his grand yesterday and just plonks himself straight on the seat. Nice. Like, All right. Well, there we go. Then you know, Getting at least comfortable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> but imagine you're sitting in that occasional chair then, or, you know, like I said, your new sofa, whatever, when you get it eventually, when the, the snow disappears, mm. and you've got your VR headset on, so you're actually live at the gig but you're not physically there. Now, for you, I would imagine that might not be the best option because you do like a live gig, right? And, and I get that. I do, I do, but by the same token, I mean, it, it would depend where it was. I mean, if it's in, you know, uh, the back of beyond or, you know, it's it's somewhere that I'm uh, not permitted to go, as in I don't have a passport, or yeah, it's yeah. somewhere, you know, that um, I just wouldn't go, then that is going to be the best option. I mean, at, at this moment in time, I am, you know, and I'm going to put it out there again, you know, I mean, I put it out there all last year and then that never happened. But at the moment, I'm going to see Liam at Hamden. So, you know, if it's a case that, you know, technology improves so much in the next three months or whatever it is, four months, and um, I'm then able to, to kind of get a headset and not actually have to travel to Hamden, do you know what? That might be an idea because yeah. the travel to gigs, man, is is unreal. It you know what I mean? It's like, for, for travel, especially yeah. especially when you're leaving at the end because you know there's all the traffic. Yeah. Granted, it's not, and I'm going to touch on this, like you said. Granted, I don't know if you've had the TV on today, but you know, um, nothing like the the queues that you're seeing trying to get out of Kiev at the moment. 
No, no, that's absolutely horrific, you know, absolutely, you know, what we're seeing today. Um, for, just to, to give that some context, we're recording this on a Thursday. Today's the 24th of February, so... February. Actually, February, so today is actually the breaking news about that. We, we woke up to that news that, you know, Russia had obviously begun their invasion that is not an invasion that is an invasion <laughs> of ukraine you know so that's that's kind of the, where we're recording this but so that's why we're seeing those cues you know of people trying to escape but in the future right do you think when the whole vr thing really takes off and the metaverse really takes off and all of that stuff do you think more people are just going to say because the last couple of years we've kind of got used to zoom meetings, of course we have, teams yeah. meetings and doing things mm. online and well, like this that kind of thing like this for example yeah we're, we're not recording this in person together at the moment we're, we're you know in our own homes doing our own thing over the internet you know it's become a little bit easier to be able to just to grab the headset and do a recording and, and get it done uh without having to all, all the travel well, well think think, think think about i mean for, for today you know we we kind of said it five minutes notice right let's have a, a little go at you know doing an episode you know yeah, whereas yeah. if it had been like the, the kind of physical thing you'd be like right uh let me get you know i don't know a bit of toast or you know a drink or whatever then i'm gonna go for a shower i'll jump in the car i'll come and get you so it'll be about 10 o'clock before i come and get you yes, we'll get back to here by 11 i mean i know it's not that far but we'll get back to here by 11 get set up we'll be recording by quarter past and then you know we'll do four or five episodes because you know there's all that effort of having to be there not that it's an effort to come and see you james but you know what oh, i mean well of course <laughs> um but you're right i think that's probably the future right that we've done all that the last couple of years we're kind of getting used to it and it's it's kind of pushing us into that direction that the virtual reality thing could become a proper good thing whereby so, so, instead of actually visiting a zoo you just put on a headset and you're there and somebody walks about with a camera or it's maybe on one of those like robotic things that move around and you just go around and and you know, you're there, but not there, kind of thing. So I, I've I've not used them a great deal. I mean, I've used them a couple of times on. I mean, I just got a a, a fairly inexpensive, let's say, a cheap one, and um, I was able to use it. You know, for kind of the idea of um, like the video that was on, sort of thing. So it was like, for example, Barry Gibb. Um, there's a a VR video on YouTube whereby um. It's from a rehearsal gig that he did, and it's a webcast, all this sort of stuff. And you can do the whole 360 thing, you know, look up at the, the ceiling, look down at the floor, you know, where, wherever your head moves, that's, you know, it, the camera moves with you, Yeah, yeah. which is fine. And I like that sort of thing because it's the genuine video and you can see the genuine people. I, however, you know, when you see these things, like, like if we go back to that, that one that you were talking about, it's all computer generated, so I don't understand how you know that's kind of you know does the the business for you if that makes sense. Yeah, the metaverse is very different. You know, that's that's uh, at the moment at least, right? So hmm. what they were saying in that thing in the news last night is that technically the metaverse doesn't actually exist yet. It's yeah. just yeah. you know games and that kind of thing, right? Um, but one of the things they showed you was this idea that there is a little world in there, and people were going to places like strip clubs, and they were talking about <laughs> that because obviously about the uh, predator aspect of it, and you know there are, there is things like that going on, and it will become that kind of thing. I mean, if you think like I, ne- I was never really into to gaming too much when I became an adult, but what is it? Is it that? What, remember that game? Was it called Life or something or something like that? Um, where you could create well, the, this whole universe. The, the, 
The Game of Life. The Game of Life, was it? I don't, um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. There, there was a game which was hugely popular at one time, and you could create your own character and create this world, and you know people could buy things and sell things. And, and all You're not talking about Fortnite or Minecraft or something, no? Uh, it might be something like that, yeah, Minecraft or, or something more <laughs> Fortnite or whatever. Something like that, yeah, something similar. Um, and I, I mean, that's eventually, I think, what the metaverse is going to become. You know, obviously, it will become this huge thing, and, and it will become the future. Um, but I'm just wondering about... For me, I don't know if that's something I really want to be a part of. But then, you say that now, but then when it becomes the big thing, and you oh, actually yeah, see the benefits of it, you know, you might jump in there and, and, and take part in some degree, you know. Uh, so let, let, me, let me ask you then, right? Okay, so, you know, three, four, five years down the line, ten years down the line, whatever it is, right? We've all got these kind of um, setups in our home, or, you know, you've got just a little headset that you put on, you you know, you've got it plugged into your console or your set-top box or, you know, however it is these these things work. And you get the opportunity to go see Elvis, right, at the his absolute peak, all right? So you, you'll know when that was. I, I won't necessarily be able to kind of go, right, that was it sort of thing. But you get him at his absolute peak, you know, maybe around uh, in person or live in Memphis. I don't know if that's about the right sort of time. I don't know if and, I would say Elvis had an absolute peak. I mean, okay, you okay. Know, for me personally, each, each part of his life has a positive peak, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's difficult to pick one particular okay. moment. You know? Okay, sure, sure. No, that, that, and, I, and I get that, and I completely buy into that, because, you know, I, I feel, you know, the same, you know, Liam's at his peak just now, you know, with being a solo artist and all that sort of stuff. But where I was going is that, right, maybe not necessarily with Elvis because, you know, kind of footage and, and, you know, angles and all that sort of stuff, but you get the option of putting your headset on. It's got, you know, built-in speakers or whatever, you know, and you've got the bit over your eyes and you're able to see him playing, you know, wherever it is. You know, like for me, it'd be like, you know, Oasis at Nebworth or, you know, or whatever the case is. And it's actual genuine footage as opposed to, um, what do you call it? the VR kind of computer-generated stuff, would you be right into that, or would you just still be like, nah, I'll just sit down and watch the video, if it was something you were into? Because I know you're not necessarily into kind of live recordings. So for me, I'd probably still be more into watching the DVD or the, or the streaming video, <laughs> you know, just simply because that's what I've grown up with and I'm used to that. But I think if Elvis was still alive and it was a live event and it could actually of be course, done, yeah. like we were talking about, you know, with you and gigs and things, then I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably dive in and, and watch it. You know, if Elvis was performing in Vegas and they could say, listen, you know, you're in Scotland, you can't be here, but for like, you know, whatever, it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or today's price is like five grand, <laughs> uh, you can, plus I guess, you know, the virtual reality thing would probably have a, an extra cost attached to it as well, so uh, you might be talking like seven, eight, nine, ten grand for a ticket to, to join into that. Yeah, um, yeah and, and, and then then of course you've got the safety tax. Because yeah. you know you you you're going to be safe and you're not going to be a getting shot or b catching COVID. Yeah, but then you might get a discount for saving the planet because you're not travelling, you know, thousands of miles to go and visit him in, in Vegas. So a donation has been know. made in your name. That's right. Yeah. So the ticket's going to cost you twelve grand, but we'll put like twenty pence to you know a donation for you, you know, because you're saving the planet. Oh, great stuff. Um, but yeah, I think in a live event, and then then we'll work. cancel it with thirty hours notice. Yeah, pretty much. And well, that is, it would cancel out though because to, to provide those things, right, it's going to take um, a lot of computing power. 
Oh, I know. I know, absolutely. not going to save the planet, really, is it? I, so, I, I, I watched a thing. I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's a um, program called Click. It's on um, BBC News. Yeah, I watched Click. We plug you. And they had down there, I think it was... Um, I, I can't remember the name of the film. It's the, the Marvel one with the... Um, the Asian um, hero is it Shangri La or Shanghai, Shanghai yeah, something, or something? something like that, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry if it's not the right name. I'm not being disrespectful. I just haven't kind of picked up on what that is yet, nor have I watched the film. Complaints but they were saying, absolutely. <laughs> but they were they were saying that um, whether you speaking about computing power, but they were saying there that there's a little scene in there that for them to render that on a single core computer. Right, which is what? What's a single core computer, James? Any idea? Is that like something I, from a few years ago? I have no idea. No idea. All right. Well, it's because you know we we've all got kind of quad core and you know all these sorts of things nowadays. But yeah. you know, back when home computing was just kind of you know, I say in its infancy, but you know, not as advanced as it is today. You know, maybe I guess what ten, fifteen years ago, they were saying there that if they the scene that they had to do on on this film, uh, in their computer, um, is that if it had been done on a, a single core computer, it would have taken 25 years to render. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You know, it's like the early days of That's Pixar. incredible, right? Yeah, I mean, look yeah, at Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, Pixar. yeah. It used to take them years to make a film, one film, right? And now they can make that same yeah, film. Yeah, they in, turn in them out in a week, a year, yeah. Or, yeah, or six months, a year, whatever it is, yeah. Um, just because of the computer power and, and things. And, and that's kind but of that's just incredible, though, right? It is incredible, yeah. I mean, technology, the way it's advanced in the last 100 years, when you look at where we were 100 years and where we are now, it's absolutely insane. Well, it's, 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 that thing, it's that thing that always gets me, man. It always gets me. It doesn't matter where you kind of stand on, um, you know, the, the subject, but it always gets me is that that phone in your pocket has more, well, that is, I think, even more basic than that. You know, the, the kind of scientific calculator that we all used at school, you know, or, you know, still sometimes use or whatever, has more computing power in it than what took, you know, three men to the moon. I know, I know, it's crazy when you it's think incredible. about it. incredible. So, so, you know, by, by the same token then, why can't it take me to the moon? <laughs> uh, just because you know, <laughs> there's a whole load of other yeah. factors. Yeah, I know. One I get day, that, one but... day though, not not in our lifetime, obviously, and probably not in in uh, you know for a hundred. I do that as years. we are, uh, or maybe yeah, you could do I'd that. Do as that we as we are. That would work. Walk, yeah, walking on, walking yeah. on the yeah. moon. Do you know, my mum told me when I was a kid, right? And and this is actually a very relevant quote, even today. I think what, what we're discussing right now. When she was young, her dad. So we're talking like, I don't know, the 50s, something like that, right? Um, he made a comment about watching television and he said, this is amazing. Some, something along the lines of, this is amazing. You know, I can be anywhere in the world and not even leave my living room, right? And that is exactly the same quote you could apply to this conversation right now. Absolutely. When we're talking about VR. And we can already do that now because of mm -hmm. Google Maps and, you know, video and, and online stuff and everything. But VR would just take that to a whole different level. It would f make you feel like you're in that sense. And, and, and eventually they would bring in things that would make you get the sense of maybe smell, you know, and give you the sense of maybe feeling and touch, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And the the, the possibilities are endless, really, you know. The, well, yeah, I mean, I, I want to do it without a headset. Do you know what I mean? I, I want yeah, to do yeah. it the, the Star Trek way and have the uh, have the holodeck. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to ever be a thing, but you never know. I, I think, no, well, I think it will be a thing. It's just, like you say, not within, 
our lifetime. But then no. by the same, you know, the same idea, you know, it's a case that, you know, things that are happening now, you would never have thought would have ha- kind of happened, you know, within our lifetime, you know, like That's right. That's right. these big, like, I, I don't know about you, but, you know, when I was growing up, the biggest TV that we had in the house was 28 inches yeah. and it was massive, you know, it, it, it was massive. You could see everything on it. It was brilliant. It was the, the, the uh, the CRT, you know, so it was it was curved, at, you know, on the, the front, and the, you know it went on for miles at the back, and now you know it's a case that you can just carry a TV under your arm. Yeah, or not even at all. You can you can just use a projector and pop it onto the wall. Oh, that that, that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Which I've often thought about, but I don't think my living room is big enough for that. I'd be happy to do it. The problem is light, though. You know, yeah. like it would have to be a dark room, and I don't, I, I don't know if I want to live in a dark room my whole life just to watch television. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it'd be good at night. No, it'd just be you know? right. Flick, flick, flick the switch, right? Close the blinds. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's get it on. I know, I know, but it would just be too much um, hassle, I think, for me to do that kind of way of things. But you're right; it shows you how technology has moved on. And people a hundred years ago, they just they, they could maybe have imagined it. I mean, there are reports of people in the past making comments and, and there's written evidence of people talking about, you know, in the future you'll be able to, you know, make calls and talk to people on a device and carry it in your pocket, blah, blah, blah. They knew this stuff would come eventually because hmm. people have always had ideas and dreams of what Well, that's, that's, that's Star Trek as well, isn't it? You know, the whole yeah, flip yeah. phone, mobile phone, all sort of things. That, so. That's right, that's right. So people and have it, always but, known but that. But you know, do, you, do, you know do you know what I find interesting is that there's two ways that that can work. One is that, things can exist and then kind of science fiction um, can improve upon it. So, you know, you then kind of go, ah, right, that's what's possible with that. So they then kind of reverse engineer and kind of make that uh, happen in reality. Or, you know, in the case of, say, something like, you know, the the Star Trek communicator, so the, the mobile phone, it was a case of the, you know, people have seen it on there and then they've tried to make it happen, you know, in, in the same way that they're trying to make the, um, I say they, you know, whoever they is, the human race, um, we're trying to make the, the transporter happen as well. And they've had some success with that, you know, whereby, um, what you call it, they um they were able to transport one molecule from one part of this room over to another part of the room, you know, just by kind of beaming it over as opposed to like you kind of picking it up and dragging it over, you know, which is like, well, so it's happening. It's possible. It's just, it's a long way off. And then that brings in the, the other kind of um, uh, discussion about it. I don't know if you've ever kind of thought about this, um, not being a, a Trekkie or such, and you know, um, but the transporter, you, I take it you understand kind of the the idea of it. Is that the thing where they jump in it and then they end up on another planet? Or wherever, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. So so basically what happens is that you go into this thing, right, and you're taking apart molecule by molecule, right, and compressed into a data stream and then sent away, you know, to another part of the ship, another planet, you know, whatever it is that you're you're being sent to, right? So it has a, a large degree of, of success, but there have been occasions, and it's been, you know, kind of depicted on screen, you know, whereby it's failed and, you know, people have died and, you know, or, you know, uh, materialised with, um, you know, defects that they didn't have before, that sort of thing, or, you know, and... On the other side, there's, you know, they've been able to use it to kind of reverse things that have happened, like an illness or, you know, the aging process or, or whatever the case is. But where I was going is that 
two things. One, you're being ripped apart at the atomic level, subatomic, whatever it is. You're being ripped apart at that level, right? And then you're then materializing in another place. Are you the same person that left? That's the big question that I don't mean that we should try and answer, but that's the big question that, you know, kind of comes out with this thing. Because are you the same person that stepped onto the transporter pad that then walks away in the other thing? Or have you actually died and you're then a copy? I know, it's such a complicated thing, you know, and we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what they're going to have to figure out. And thankfully, it's not going to be during my lifetime because, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, and also because you've not got the best broadband, eh? So it's fine. Well, that's another thing. You would have... <laughs> that's a good point, right, actually. Right. You know, would you have to have like you know five hundred million billion gigabytes of? Uh, gigabytes I'd, I'd of need to have. I'd need to have um, broadband um, yeah. equal to the um, to the compensation check that was sent to that person for their power outages. Did you see that? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Like, no. So, so somebody, <laughs> somebody, uh, and, and rightly so, they hadn't cashed it, but um, oh, somebody two got a ch- pounds or something. Two, two trillion, two billion, this, yeah, that, and the next thing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They took a picture of it and tweeted and went, guys, uh, can you afford this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the check would have bounced, right? But it would have been funny just to go into the bank and say, can I have to cash this? <laughs> and just the bank, you look at you go, yeah. Mm, like, well, get it in my account. I need the interest. Yeah, well, exactly. I don't need the money. I just need the interest. That's what I always think, right? If, if a company accidentally put money in my account, just a few million, right? I'm okay with that because you're right. I just need give me the interest, you know? And I think a, a good way to get people out of poverty would be for yeah, our government... Just make those people. mistakes. Yeah, well, not necessarily make those mistakes, but that would be good, right? <laughs> but for the government to just say, look, right, we're going to actually give you, like... Twenty million pounds, or ten million pounds, or even I don't know a million. Does that gives you quite a bit of interest, doesn't it? You know. But what we'll do, we'll stick it in your bank. Two grand a month, I believe. Is it two grand a month on a million? I, right, okay. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I'm always saying to you, right? Like on that previous episode, I'd give you two million. Yeah. Therefore, you can spend a million and live off the interest of that second million. I know, but it wasn't so much the fact that I you said I couldn't spend the other million, right? And I could just live yeah, off the I interest. Yeah, I get that, and I get, and it I wasn't get so that. Much yeah, that, you know that that's not a great thing. It was more the case of well, no, it was the, the fact that, that I was not that money. <laughs> what happens to it when I die? Because I don't have family or whatever to leave it to. So you know, what, what, it just seems like a. Oh, waste, it comes back to me. You know? comes back to me it's fine well you know you might be getting owned or dead as well by that point yeah so but it, it, come, it comes on to me and my estate so it's fine <laughs> you're a, you're I don't estate. know I'm tr- <laughs> <laughs> Simon's estate me and my estate you know my estate forgive me <laughs> uh, yeah it's, I, got, it's got it's got um, five doors <laughs> five doors absolutely <laughs> but I think um, what were you talking about there I can't remember oh yeah I think that'd be a good way to help people out right you just give them some money uh, not even to them though because they would spend it right let's be honest but you just say look we're going to stick this into a bank account in your name you can't touch it though but the interest every day or every month or whatever will be transferred to your personal bank account that is a See, great I'd idea I'd be cool I'd be cool with that do you know what I mean yes and I think could, that, you, could you imagine the daily interest on 2 trillion though well 2 trillion would be insane you know I know right you yeah, just have a billion a day or something <laughs> yeah whatever it is I don't know um, you just can't imagine it but I think instead of going down well I mean the basic income route is obviously a great way but that's a very similar thing to basic income but on a slightly higher scale you know and you just a very high scale yeah but then the problem is if you give everybody that money in a bank account and did the interest the interest rates would fall dramatically because interest only works I think partly because you've got rich people and poorer people and you find that 
situation. If, if everybody was rich for it. So, one of the foreign countries, I can't remember which one it is, it's, it might be like Denmark or Sweden or, or something. So, um, not Norway. Norway, possibly Norway, yeah. Um, but basically, they are they pay everybody an insane amount of money for stuff, right? So, like, somebody who works in McDonald's, for example, might get paid, like, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks an hour, right? Whatever it is. So everybody makes great, great money. But the downside to that is that everything costs a fortune. So you're pint of milk. Instead of being, like, you know, a pound 50, like it might be here, you might spend, like, five bucks on it. You know what I mean? Um, or your loaf of bread. Instead of being, like, a pound for a loaf of bread, you might spend five, six pounds on it. That kind of thing. So everything is, is much more expensive because they get paid much more money. So that would happen here as well. If everybody suddenly had all this money, everything, I mean, already things are going up in price, but it would be even worse because they would say, well, you can all afford it now. So, tin of beans, three pounds, thank you very much, boom, and, and they'd be happy. And it would still lead us into a position where the rich are still getting richer and the poorer would just remain poor because everything would go up in price. Yeah, you're getting two grand a month now, you know, and you're interested, you're getting off that million pounds in another bank account, but you're having to spend three pounds on a tin of beans, whereas before you spent maybe 90p, and you're having to spend maybe five pounds a litre for fuel instead of one pound forty nine or whatever it what is What beans right are you buying? Uh, so Heinz beans right now, I think, are about 90p a tin. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're very, very expensive. I think four, a pack, well, last time I looked at them, a pack of four, uh, well, I say expensive, I mean, it, everything's relative, isn't it? It depends. I mean, for a millionaire, that's not expensive, I guess. But for your general uh, person in the street, you know, yeah, 90p for one tin of beans, that's pretty bad. And then four, I think last time I looked, four pack of them was something like four pounds. Um, I think we talked about this on one of the last episodes, because remember I said I was buying Asda beans now. Uh, like supermarket oh, beans now for a pound for four, whereas the Heinz ones were like four pounds for mate, four. So mate, it's been it's been know. that long since you know we've done kind of any recording, and yeah, um, yeah. there's been a the small matter of um, COVID, uh, COVID during that time as well for me. <laughs> I know you've had a lot going on in the world uh, in your life. Yeah, um, but... tell me about it. I, I just want a break, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it'll be coming. Don't worry. I think you and I will get drafted into Dad's army soon enough. So <laughs> that'll be a little break for us. Uh, the, the end is coming then. <laughs> the end is coming, but the end is nigh, as they say. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in this world, but we'll find out. But I think... So, so get... does that mean Does that mean that then we would then get a payout from the government um, should the worst happen? I don't think and, so. Uh, and, you know, if you're constricted... Is it voluntary if you're constricted? Um, well, what would happen? They, they would probably go down the route of do it for your country. That idea, you know. I you you use well then, Boris. Resign for your country. So they might force you to do it because you know, as you say, you'll be sort of drafted, constricted, whatever, into the this idea of either joining the military or some kind of in-home uh, dad's army type situation. But they won't. I, I would do that. I, can I do that? And with my VR goggles. <laughs> I do what fight wars. With you. Well, it already happens. It already happens. I know it does. Drones, people, absolutely. People, drones, absolutely. With people in America or wherever it is in the world sitting in some wee office space, and that's their job every day is just to go in, put on these little goggles, and fly a drone around a, a foreign country and, and bomb some places, uh, or just do you know general flying around and, and do spying and things like that. That is crazy. I can't imagine that fifty years ago. Definitely not hundred years ago or longer. Uh, and today, that is. Somebody's work. That's actually their job. You couldn't imagine that last week. <laughs> well, maybe not, but that's actually their job. I would. But so, someone's job is to play Call of Duty. Yes, that's basically. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. What's your job? Oh, I just what it is. I just play Call of Duty all day. But like real life. Like, all right, okay. What's that mean? Well, like I bomb innocent people and kill them and civilians and stuff and you know, bad people. A guy that that um, I used to to know. I mean, I still know him. Like if we. 
we bump into the street and that you can say hello, but no longer kind of in my life every day. But um, he was telling me that he got a phone call once, right, at his work, whereby the uh, the geezer on the other end of the phone went to him, you know, um, this is inhumane. You've got no idea what it's not what it's like to not have broadband. I'm not able to play Call of Duty. And apparently he turned around and went, yeah, yeah, I've got no idea what it's like for you not to be able to play Call of Duty. I was just at war in the Falklands. But, you know, let's talk about you and, you know, yeah. you're, you've got, you know, way of playing Call of Duty. Like, wow. Do you know what I mean? It's I like proper first world problem, that, right? That's it. Exactly. It's first world problems. And um, they're all relative, though. That's what I keep saying. Like, I know it's first world problems. And to some people, they'd go on a bit, oh, well, that doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But in, in our world, things like that. Well, that's it. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course they do. Like that's our life, you know. That's the the world that you live in, and that's the world that you know. So therefore, that cod is, a is life, mate. Cod is life. Cod is life. <laughs> I played it once, and it was I've never terrible. I didn't enjoy it. I, it was different. I, 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 see, you you sent me that one as well about the the Star Trek game, right? Yes. I I, just, I tried it, right? I tried it. I, I I don't like it. I'll be honest with you. I don't like it because. Um, like Star Trek's more the kind of the peacekeeping side of things rather than kind of always being at war. Yeah. Whereas in that game, it's just oh, let's shoot these people, let's shoot those people. I'm just like, nah, I'm not into that yeah. personally. Well, probably because shoot 'em ups are pretty popular, and maybe the people no, yeah. don't really know anything about Star Trek. You know, they just kind of said, let's make. Yeah, it but you you people. you would think like quality control in that company would be like, well, do you know what? Actually, this isn't the ethos that we're trying to get over. But you know, yeah. but. An interesting fact for you, I don't know if it's interesting for you, but interesting to me is that you've got Star Wars and you've got Star Trek and you've got all the others and stuff as well, right? But there's been more war in Star Trek than there has been in Star Wars. I mean, that that just blows my mind. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because you would think it would be the other way around, right, With with it being the name. Yeah, but Star Wars... See, I've always viewed Star Wars as more of a fight. It's more of a... A sort of one war, like World War Two, rather than like okay. a multiple number of wars. Okay, uh, it's more just like you know all these different universes fighting to you know good versus evil. So it's like like I say, World War Two or you know the American Civil War. That it's just a one-off war, right, with all these different battles. Whereas Star Trek is you know a longer thing where it's just over what centuries, isn't it? Star Trek. Oh um, yes. Yeah. So multiple centuries. So you've got the more possibility of multiple wars, you know, because of that situation. So that's how I've always viewed them, but I don't know, I might be wrong. For me, the story of Star Wars is always just, you know, it's like Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader, you know, it's that kind of idea. It's just one battle, well, not one battle, one war with multiple battles and all these different A boy versus his granddad, what? His granddad, yeah. Is it his granddad? I'm sure it is, no? Is it his granddad? I thought it was his dad. Oh, Vader, did you say? Vader, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think... Yeah, no, I think you're right. I am your father, Luke. I am your father. I can't remember the exact... Everybody gets it wrong. <laughs> Don't they always go, Luke, I am your father? And apparently that's... What oh, it's, it's, like, it's like, beam me up, Scotty. What is beam me up, Scotty? Uh, Scotty, beam me up. Is it Scotty, beam me up? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah or or beam me up, Mr. Scott, something like for that. for some people listening, it might be, Scotty doesn't know, Scotty doesn't know. You know that song? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but you you'll send song? me a link. I, I don't know. I'm going to play it just to end off you, this you'll podcast. You'll need to. Let's play it just for uh, people who are listening because it's a cracking little tune. It's basically about this guy. It's Actually, to be honest, it's a terrible 
story behind the song, I guess. It's about this woman who's basically having an affair behind this guy Scotty is back and uh, so, singing the song. Like, completely un-Star Trek related then, is what uh, you're saying. Absolutely, absolutely. Nothing to oh, do right. with uh, uh, Scotty <laughs> from Star Trek. I hope not. But then again, you never know, right? Um, but here it is here. Um, but it's all about this guy. Yeah, he's basically having sex with this woman in multiple places and locations. Wow. See, that's what it's about. So it's all about Scotty doesn't know that she's out there basically, you know, banging this other guy. Uh, and she's in church, but she's, you know, she's not praying, but she's still on her knees. <laughs> Quite a clever okay, song. and we're going to leave that there, everyone. <laughs> we're going to end the podcast on that note. Anything else you want to add, Simon, before we pass Oh, oh is that the bombshell for this week, is it? <laughs> is that the bombshell, or have we got more to talk about? I have no idea, my man. Okay, we'll leave it with Scotty doesn't know then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orpov. To catch up on previous episodes, head over to anchor.fm slash Orpov or check your favorite podcast app directory. To contact the show with ideas that you would like to hear the guys talk about, send an email to orpovpod at gmail.com or visit anchor.fm slash orpov and click on message. You can follow the show on Twitter at orpovpod. And if you haven't done so already, remember to hit that subscribe button so that all future episodes of Orpov arrive safely on your device and you never miss a random point of view. Thank you.